Yes. If you don't have the systems in place, you end up double, triple handling everything because you, you the system is not there to support. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Simple Marketing Solutions. And this week we have something great to celebrate. It is our 52nd episode, so one year of this podcast, which is amazing. So thank you for everybody for listening, subscribing, and being a part of our journey in helping business owners to grow and succeed with feeling fulfilled in what they do. Today, I have a very, very special guest with me. Her name is Lisa McLean. She has been a registered nurse for over 40 years and also chose to retrain as a naturopath 20 years ago after realizing the value of helping patients through holistic preventative approaches. Now, before I go into all of her amazing details, I thought that I would actually just go and ask Lisa to share a bit more about yourself. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Amita. Um, a bit about myself. Well, I'm a Queensland girl that lived in Sydney for many years, but returned to Queensland to be close to my family as they aged. And I am passionate about good food and good cooking and helping people that want my help to restore their health naturally. Mm. And, and the other thing I, is I love my dog. Yes, <laughs> we can't forget Bodhi. <laughs> he is a big part of your life. <laughs> so that's and, me. No <laughs> talking about me without talking about my dog. Exactly. And I know you've got him there with you, keeping you comfort, keeping you company yeah. today. <laughs> Lisa, <Hopefully. laughs> thank you so much for being here today and for being here to celebrate this milestone for the podcast as well and I thought oh, you know you're just the perfect person to have on the show for this episode because you have so much value to share with the world you've got a wealth of experience with all your different trainings and modalities and you are a picture of success within the health industry and I really think that there's so much that we could definitely learn from you today so I'm going to pick your brains and get as much as I can out of you within this short time frame that we have. I know we'll only touch the surface, but I do know that the um, your story will definitely help to motivate other health professionals in their journey um, in helping other um, clients that they've got in their wellness journeys as well. So. To start off with, I had the first question is, what has been the secret to your business's success over the years? Um, probably that I love what I do and you know, have great, great um, trust in my knowledge and the efficacy of natural medicine and I know how to how to educate my clients and take them on a journey to their wellness. Um, I think the another thing that is 
has stood me in good stead is my clinical experience as a registered nurse mm. that combined with my naturopathic um, studies has has been a, a great um, a great thing that I guess sets me apart at times because patients often want want to know that um, they're being guided um, with natural medicine, but not in a in a way that um, that takes them away from conventional medicine if it's required. Mm. So I practice in in a very holistic way but also I practice within the scope of the profession mm. I have a wide network of um, other health professionals that I refer to and I know when to refer mm. I don't just outside of the scope of being a naturopath yeah and you know that you've touched on a really important point there the importance of building referral networks and having trusted practitioners in every realm that you are confident in referring your clients when the need is there and, and understanding the importance of being able to refer as well. Do you find in your experience that um, that's been hard to build those relationships with other healthcare practitioners? It's... There, there are certainly challenges. There have been challenges along the way because, um, not so much now. But early on, when I was practicing, it was it was difficult to um, develop, you know, trusted relationships with with um, doctors in my community because of the, I guess their their unwillingness to. Um, except natural medicine. But the, the body of evidence supporting natural medicine has grown exponentially in the last decade. So it's now become quite mainstream. And the fact that um, we are guided, and I'm my, most certainly I'm guided by evidence-based practice. So I, I combine traditional evidence with, you know, current scientific evidence so that that combination has allowed a greater confidence in local medical practitioners to refer to me mm. yeah and that's you know that is important that when we can have some evidence behind what we're doing it does help to um improve that communication and trust from both sides as well yes. for um, practitioners out there that are either starting out or struggle with building those relationships with healthcare practitioners um, what would be your one piece of advice for them I would probably have more than one piece but it would start with um, practice within the scope of your practice mm -hmm. and don't think that you can treat things outside of your scope of practice um, and to establish relationships with local doctors um, to 
work in a collegiate way with you know the the best patient care as a goal mm. um, in order to establish that you need to get to know these doctors so you need to go and visit them or write a letter of introduction or perhaps offer to do um you know little little talks maybe going in and telling them how you treated PMS or um or you know menstrual menstrual and menopausal symptoms or just to tell them what what you can do and the the types of cases that you specialize in and the successes that you've had Mm. that's great you know I think that the that tip around having little workshops or events where they can come and you can go and speak to them you know I I know that they're super busy all the time but um, often, you know, the practice managers can get you in there for a 15 minute slot during their lunch breaks, which, you know, could be a, yeah. a great time where you could share a couple of those case studies and answer any questions that they may have as well. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I have done that sort of thing, but I I guess I'm lucky in this community that I've, I'm known in the medical community because I've nursed in this community for a a long time so a lot of doctors actually know me yeah. so that's you know worked in my favor over the years yeah yeah definitely definitely and I know that there will be practitioners listening to this and wanting to have you know that type of strong relationship with their healthcare practitioners primary healthcare practitioners in the area as well so you know hopefully those tips will support them in their journey of building those relationships now talking about relationships if we had to go back and you had to think about your younger self what piece of advice would you give her my younger self Mm -hmm. Um, my younger self I would I would tell her to starting out in business I would tell her to trust herself and her knowledge and to not shy hide her light under a bushel (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would encourage her to advertise early um, and to increase public exposure, the general community exposure to myself Mm. um, and to make follow-up appointments with patients before they leave the Mm -hmm. (laughs) the clinic. Um, I never wanted to impose myself or my services on clients, so I would tell them when I wanted to see them again, but I... I wouldn't make appointments um, because I didn't want to feel as though I was being pushy. But what I know is that patients forget and time goes on. And if they only see you one time, they're not going to get the clinical effect unless you're treating them for you know an acute thing that you can fix in one episode. Yeah. Um, what else would I say? Um Get systems in place early. Get systems mm-hmm. in place before you start practicing. And um, systems in place clinically and business-wise. Don't start practicing until you have that in place. 
Yeah. You are a woman after my own heart. <laughs> you know yeah. me and, and I do love systems. <laughs> you know, I know how important it is because I now have yeah. systems in place, but I didn't to start with. It was, mm. um, it was, you know, that was, that was difficult. Mm. I, I see now, um, you know, through social media and other, you know, um, other network works that I'm involved in, that there is a lot of students putting themselves out there, you know, attempting to practice before they are actually registered and, you know, they are putting themselves forward as a health professional when they're not, they're students. I think that they should be spending this time establishing the systems that they will need rather than practising as a student. That's what I mm. I think. That's a very valid point, you know, because the thing with that, obviously you've got the, the legal aspect with being a student and trying to practise as a student, but you've also got the aspect of if you do want this to be a viable business that is something you want to commit to over a long period of time you know not just 12 months because mm -hmm. the risk is that if you haven't got those business processes in place you haven't established understanding what your business stands for what direction you want to follow who you really want to work with what are your passions um, and then all the accounting systems and all of that type of stuff, even if it is an Excel sheet, but having that there to start off with, mm. it can really put a lot of strain on you when you do start to see clients, you know, um, and uh, is trying to establish that business that that your time gets cut because mm. you're trying to focus on so many different things and wearing all those hats like you know mm. that it becomes too much pressure and you know oftentimes that's when we see businesses start and then fail so quickly because mm. they haven't thought it through properly from day one and yeah. you know my experience is that Okay, if there are practitioners out there that have started and feel like, okay, you're talking about values, you're talking about vision, you're talking about business systems. We haven't, I haven't done that for myself. What do I do? You yeah. can still backtrack and you can get onto that now. And it's better today rather than waiting for another point in the future for that, right? Yes, if you don't have the systems in place, you end up double, triple handling everything because you, you the system is not there to support. Exactly. Um, yes, I wish I had done that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, but we learn from the experience. And I think that's the most important thing as well, is that we are willing to learn and adapt and bring in those systems um, as soon as we realize that there's a deficit there in our business or a gap. Um, mm. I think that that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, and in terms of talking about all of the systems and business for you, what has been the thing that has revolutionized your business? Um, 
probably um, there's been a few things. Um, I mentioned earlier that I'm very passionate about good food and cooking, and my patients for for many, many, many years have you know, asked me for cooking lessons, but it was like, that was just way too difficult. It was like no time for that. And a year ago, I launched the Cooking Naturopath, which is a little side business, which has become, you know, successful in the last, well, it's been successful from the outset. Yeah. And it's, I have, um, I think that's been a really positive thing because I'm, I'm able to, um I'm able to share my passion for food and good cooking whilst educating people how to actually keep healthy and eat well on good food. So, you know, that's there's only so much time that you've got in a naturopathic consultation and there's only so many cooking techniques that you can talk about in that time whilst you've got you know, do all the other things that you need to do in a consultation. So, so doing that has been great, and you know, it's joyful and fun and yeah. delicious, and <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of work, but it's really taken my business to another level because I have this other other profile as well. The mm. cooking net. Mm, I know and you know what every time I see those classes I just wish that I was in Mackay to be able to attend one of them so if we've got listeners that live in or near Mackay or if you're ever there please reach out to the cooking naturopath and hook up with Lisa for one of her amazing classes they really do look fantastic and such a intimate gathering of people you know where you start to build relationships with the people that are attending as well and enjoying the food and preparation with all of that too so multifaceted (laughs) the other thing that I think really changed my business was updating my website and that's made a really big difference Mm. Mm. Um, I think I need to um I'm operating two businesses right now and that's feeling like a bit of a struggle doing two and I'm thinking I may need to combine it all under one platform yeah because I am both of the businesses um so that's something I've learned in the last year that you know recognizing recognizing my limitations of my time and what I can do and realizing that hey this is probably it's all me so why not have it all under me one yeah businesses uh, you know on that topic of um websites and realizing the importance of that for your business what was the thing that you felt has changed since updating your website? Um, it looks better. I'm happier with it. Okay. Um, yeah. And also it's it's a functional business funnel. You mm. know, people go to that and, you know, can actively just book in to see me without without having to make any contact with me at all. So that's very good. Um, You know, 
now I don't know that any well I live in a small town or smallish town and it's I'm well known in the community now um so there's a lot of word of mouth um referrals to me but there is also a lot of people who just google naturopath Mackay and you know that's how they find me and having a website that tells them a bit about me and there's quite a lot of um, information on the site so they understand what my you know what I have to offer yeah yeah absolutely and you know can make that informed decision see whether I'm the right person for them yeah exactly and it's true you know having that digital presence um, from having a website it is the base of your digital presence you've got your personal presence but online that's that's the house and your social media all just the little elements the rooms within that Um, so yeah it it is important and like you said if you've got great referrals from word of mouth but people are also searching for you they want to come and have a read about you and get a feel for you um, before they make that call to book in or book in online etc and looking you know you've got a lot happening with your cooking classes um, and all the amazing spice blends that you've been doing all your products that you've been creating for you what inspires you for the future um i'm pretty pretty excited about the possibility of um having little holidays away and working remotely um, streamlining the production of my products my um, spice blends and mueslis and things so um, taking that to another level um, Mm -hmm. which may make it easier because presently these hands do everything (laughs) Um, so I'm excited about that and um, you know I'm excited about just doing the work that I love doing in a way that is easier because I have everything set up and it's working nicely. Mm, yes. Again, coming back to the system of all of that and making yeah. sure that it all just can be as automated and smooth as possible, um, mm. which is great because then it's going to give you that opportunity and time to be able to go travel, work travel, um, you know, and have have that balance there that you're looking for which is fantastic exciting very very exciting (laughs) and Lisa you know with your wealth of experience both in traditional medicine being a registered nurse and with complementary medicine what have you noticed recently as emerging trends more specifically for the complementary medicine profession well the biggest thing is the need to practice in an evidence-based way Mm -hmm. we we always have practiced in an evidence-based way but it's been based on traditional evidence and 
the requirement now is to be using um, scientifically validated evidence to support our practice. So what I find interesting is that there is now a very large and continuing to emerge body of evidence that supports traditional healing practices and the, the efficacy and uses of herbs that have been used for thousands of years for, to treat specific conditions. And natural healers the world over have known this if they are educated in that field. Um, we now have well-validated scientific studies to, to support a lot of those practices. There's still a lot, lot more work to be done. Um, but, you know, our methods um, and our, the, the, our healing tools, the things that we've got in our, in our bag of tools to heal people, nutritional medicine, herbal medicines, um, lifestyle um, therapies, their body of evidence supporting their efficacy has it is is so strong now yeah. that we have a we have a I guess a more, we can stand aside, stand alongside conventional medicine with a greater sense of um, of of clinical um, clinical efficacy and integrity. Mm. You know, there's mm. there's there's nothing um, mysterious about what we do anymore. Yes. Apart yes. From, <laughs> apart from perhaps the, the little bit of mystery of just getting to know our patients and, you know, sorting through who they really are. Yeah. And, you know, I think when you talk about um, getting to know our patients, it's so much comes from the amount of time that we spend with them and the deeper questions that we ask um and giving them that space to feel validated and open up that we learn so much from them and therefore when we're putting together our treatment plans um we can draw on so much information that's going to support their healing when we're making those decisions about the herbs nutrients dietary suggestions advice that we're providing Indeed, I, um, I, I would, I, I would hate to practice in a way that didn't give me time with the patients, you know, a good amount of time with the patients. I, um, because there's so much you miss out on if you don't actually allow them to tell their story. It's having systems in place where. Um, you know, questions are, questionnaires are filled out before they see me and I can then read through that and I can know a lot of information about them before we sit down to talk. That allows them more time to tell their story mm. because people don't 
answer questions in a streamlined way as when they do when they do questions. <laughs> so exactly. it, it it's that's in a very very efficient way to actually allow yourself to be with the patient when they're in front of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You have that presence there of being in the moment rather than trying to scurry through everything um, and feel like you've missed out. Um, Mm. So yes, very valid with that, Lisa. Thank you so much for sharing all of that insight, especially, you know, looking to the future and looking to how we build those relationships with all the other healthcare practitioners out there. Um, All of this is so important to understand where we fit in with that, practicing within our scope, like you said, and drawing on the endless amount of evidence that there is now with clinical research that's being done in our industry. You know, it it is amazing when I look back to when I started 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, to now, You know, you can open up any journal and there's research there. There's evidence there for all that we're doing. Yeah, it's It's fantastic. It really is. It's inspiring for the future for our industry as well. Yeah, I I think so too. So, yes, um, so um, I, I think that the future is very bright for natural medicine. Um. So long as we operate within the scope of practice and operate with integrity and confidentiality. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Lisa. Before we do close off for today's session, was there Mm -hmm. any last piece of advice that you would like to share with our audience? Um, Learn to cook. I think I don't know if we can ever reach your standards of cooking because yours are amazing, but we can definitely try. <laughs> I think it's really important. It's a very important life skill. And um, you know, if we want to if we want to um eat delicious, healthy food, we need to know how to prepare it. It's a basic life skill. Absolutely. And I'm Looking forward to a cookbook from you in the future. Actually, there is one. There will be one coming. Exciting. We will share that when it's ready. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thank, Thank you for you, being Amanda. here today. Lovely to share with you. And okay. Really appreciate you being here for our celebration of our one-year anniversary for the Simple Marketing Solutions podcast. And to congratulations. All our Thank it's you. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah you've really fantastic. great work yourself. Thank you. And for all the listeners out there, if you want to grab hold of this episode, we will have links for Lisa's websites on the show notes. So definitely click on that. Also, we will love to have you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified every Wednesday when we have a new podcast released. Don't forget, if you've got friends or colleagues that you feel would get value from listening to this episode or any of our previous episodes, please do share it and leave us a review so that we can reach more people just like you in business. Until next week, my friends, happy marketing.